1: Lev, I have a few what ifs for you for the Culture Friday. (laughs) You can can go ahead and finish the comment. What if Sam Hartman gets injured in 2023?
2: Hopefully, you know, uh, Tyler and Kenny Minchie are not too far a step behind. I don't think Sam Hartman is a Cam Newton ability, you know, where he's just a freak athlete that's like, If anything else, he'll run people over, like Anthony Richardson or something. But if he get hurt, it's just like any other Daniel Jones getting hurt. You know, it could could hurt a little bit, but we have guys that can definitely play that position at a high level. So,
1: we'll be all right. What if Notre Dame collects 30 sacks on the season? Now, is that a lot? Because I'm thinking the Eagles, they had 70. <laughs> yeah. in college football, that's about two, a little bit over two, about two and a half a game, something like that. I think if if they get 30 sacks, coming from the
2: D-line specifically, yes. I think that we'll be in the direction of having
1: a breakout player the season after on the D-line. What if Benjamin follows up his freshman year and eclipses his interceptions and gets eight interceptions? We probably,
2: cause that mean Cam. Well, that means Cam's playing good then, cause they're not throwing it at him. So if that's the case, we beat that. See, okay, we in the playoffs. So if if Ben Morris to do that, we in the
1: playoffs. What if Jared Parker is an upgrade over Tommy Reese? What's an upgrade
2: mean? Like. uh He's better at his job. <laughs> well, yeah, but what would it look like? You tell me. It's
1: it's what if.
2: Okay. If if he's better than Tommy, then then Sam getting drafted in the first round.
1: Come on, dog. What? The first that,
2: it would be a correlation, right? Okay. It's, C- it looks, your Stroud, what if? Okay. CJ Stroud is in the first round, and he got a pretty solid offensive guy. But I mean, but that was Tommy's expectation. So if if Jared is not getting that expectation, he it would it would be lower, I guess.
1: So if he's better at his job, how many points are they putting up per game?
2: If he's better at his job than Tommy, we putting up thirty eight plus a game, probably forty plus. That means Tommy, you have to Tommy. Tommy's what thirty five or something? Yeah, like that? yeah. We'll be thirty eight or forty if he's better than Tommy. Now, Tommy ain't no slouch now. I ain't gonna say he no scrub, but 38 and 40 is crushing what we had, you know. (laughs) You see, but you laugh, but you laugh, but it's true because that's that was my expectation. So if he ain't coming in doing that, which I don't think he will the first year, Mm -hmm. then it just goes back to we hiring guys that's not intended to be hired at this time. Yeah. And that's not fair to Mark Street. Andy Ludwig was supposed to be that next step, not us, because you can't step in the same direction. You either get somebody that's better than Tommy or somebody that's worse than Tommy. And Tommy didn't even want Jerry there. <laughs> Tommy wanted another tight end dude there. So this is true. So I don't know what I don't know what he can only be better it, 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 or worse. It can't be no same thing.
1: Okay, so who pops off from the wide receiver room? Because based upon the 40 points you're talking about, one of these receivers is popping off.
2: Tobias going crazy. I think a freshman will get in there and mix it up, and then Jaden Thomas is gonna go crazy. If Tyler starts, I think Lorenzo, Jaden Thomas, and a freshman. But if Sam Hartman starts, I think it'll be Tobias, Jaden Thomas a freshman and maybe Caleb, you know, maybe one of, you know, maybe they get something going, but I think Sam will give a lot more guys opportunities, Tyler will give fewer guys opportunities, but they'll play in bigger moments.
1: Based upon what has happened over the last week, what if Marcus Freeman wins the national championship in 2023? I can't wait to hear this.
2: He would be the greatest Notre Dame coach of all time because of the circumstances he has to deal with that is around him. Any dude this early, he'd be like Patrick Mahomes to Lou Holtz, who is Tom Brady. He's on the come up. He's on the come up. Early success, championship early, like Pat Mahomes. We're not going to say he's Lou Holtz yet. Hell, we can't even say he's Brian Kelly, because Brian Kelly up there too on attrition. But Marcus Freeman wins one early. He on his way. He top five, especially including the crazy circumstances that is bestowed upon him by his own AD. If he went through all that, he just keeps elevating higher and higher for me. Because the mother coaches that are sitting at the Pantheon, the Pantheon mm-hmm. of greatness, they ain't deal with no AD like that. Well, Lou Holtz AD got probably sick of him towards the end. But before that, when they was hot, they was hot. They never recruited like Lou Holtz here ever since then. Ever. That's why we took a little dip. To a little dive, Lou is bringing in them characters, you know.
1: I know one thing that's gonna happen, or going to happen. His agent is gonna place, will place a call.
2: Oh yes, to the administration. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, we need to have a
1: talk about this contract.
2: Yeah, because you paying pennies and you doing him wrong. How you gonna pay the man? How you gonna pay the man pennies and do him wrong and hire his coaches and then be like, you better win. I don't want to see one bad article out there about Marcus Freeman, because if he go and do the damn thing through all that, oh, man. he needs a statue before he done out there, before he leave Notre Dame. And you need to pay him more, because what is that? Coach Kelly getting 100 mil for beating Bama. That's not even a win a championship. Just to beat Bama, he getting 100 mil. Marcus Freeman is 80, what? 94 million dollars less than that. And you asking for a championship. Ninety-four million dollars less, and you asking for a championship? <laughs> Ninety. Look, ninety-four million dollars that you not paying this man, and okay, he can be a first year, but his first year with all these circumstances, and then for him to win, he brought Richard Young on campus in a little. What was it? A Ferrari on a six million dollar budget. He ain't not play one lick of golf. He probably can't wait to, can't wait. It the uh, uh full swing on Netflix. Marcus Freeman just got to watch it on TV. He can't even go play. So if he win, definitely put a statue out there. Definitely get his contract fixed ASAP. And he's on his way to being the best coach
1: in Notre Dame history, man.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
1: Oh, I got Bernie's back in the chat. I haven't seen him all week. What's up, Bernie? You've been running since that Super Bowl, haven't you? You know, your prediction didn't come to fruition like you thought it would? Didn't come to fruition like you thought it would. Yo, well, Philly didn't, didn't run as much as you thought they would? Lucky Lucky Podcast. Yo, if you have not watched, I encourage everyone to watch NFL mic'd up for the Super Bowl. It man, it's forty minutes. You don't have to wait for it to come on TV. It is on the NFL channel on YouTube. If you want access behind the scenes to like what happens in a Super Bowl, it it is one of the best productions of a Super Bowl mic'd up I've ever seen, it, bro. Let me. You know the one thing that stood out to me. Brandon Graham. Long time veteran, has a Super Bowl already. Yeah, when they beat the yeah, when beat they the, beat the Patriots. He's sitting on the sideline and he turns to one of the younger defensive linemen and says, Man, I'm nervous as hell. <laughs> Left. That's a big time NFL veteran, Left. He already he's been there. He already has a Super Bowl. He's turning to the youngsters like, man, I'm nervous as hell. That's Pat Mahomes, baby. No, that just shows you the magnitude of that game, bro. Like, (laughs) the weight of that game. And you can clearly see. A.J. Brown said it, I think, this past Tuesday. He said, did you ever think that you would lose that game? And A.J. Brown said, Yeah. And they said, when? He said, when we had to kick that field goal in the third quarter. And they yeah. went up 27 21. He said, I knew Patrick Mahomes is on the other side. Let me tell you something, Left. I told you. When you have a dude at quarterback, Left, when you have a dude, now. You're never every, out of the game. Everyone, everyone in the chat, everyone watching, everyone listening, when Sam Hartman signed on to be the quarterback in Notre Dame everybody was screaming about Notre Dame finally has a dude. Notre Dame finally has a dude at quarterback. If that's the case... I, I never said No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm talking about the fans now. I'm talking about the fans. If that's the case, Sam Hartman, this is a what if. Sam Hartman should hold some weight in these games. One, at some point, at some percent. point, the other team should feel like, man, look, Sam Hartman. Is on the other side of the field with them doing three
2: games that Sam Hartman's presence needs to be felt next year.
1: A- absolutely.
2: That's it. We don't care about none of the other games because as a team, we're factored above the mother teams anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Three games you are supposed to be intimidating. Oh my god, yeah. they got somebody that they, they really got them. Absolutely. Clinton Ohio State and USC.
1: Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, with USC, we're not going to have a dude over they dude. Not yeah. this year.
1: Yeah, and Ryan Loftus says, he yo, he says Sam Hartman is that dude. He's uh, not we hope Caleb right. Williams. We hope, hey, I hope he transforms into an Irish Caleb Williams or whatever he can be for the Notre Dame fight Irish. Whatever he, got, he can be. He can be that dude versus Ohio State. He can be I that dude them. versus Ohio State. That's not enough. I need Ohio State, USC, and Ohio. I mean, I need Ohio State, USC, and Clemson. He can I, be I like need all three.
2: He can be that dude against Clemson. That's two out of three. <laughs> SC, he got he to gotta show something to me, SC game. But Clemson and Ohio State, he can be that dude because he can be the best yeah. quarterback
1: in that game. Yeah. Yeah, Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. We are the official home of misguided passion right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. <laughs> we spin it different. I'm not letting go of that. That's, man, every <laughs> That's show from here on out. You already know, we are pleased to welcome uh, someone to the show today to make this special announcement on the Lucky Lucky podcast. He's a really good dude, just only, only had one opportunity to speak to him and spend time around him. I love his energy, him and his guy Ryan and uh, everything that they represent with their organization, and we want to welcome to For the Culture Friday, and introduce the Notre Dame fans and LL Nation, none other than Tony. I call him Tony C because I have to make sure we pronounce his name correctly, get the correct pronunciation. Tony C from Rock Financial.
3: Tony, what's going on, bro? What's going on, guys? How we doing? How we doing? Thank you so much for having me on.
1: How should we correctly pronounce your last
3: name? That's right. Tony Semino.
1: Semino. Yep.
3: Okay, because I wanted
1: to make sure it wasn't the chuss sound.
3: No, like that's CAs. the that's the that's that uh, that's the uh, Italian side. You could technically okay. right either way. Okay,
1: <laughs> Tony Samino, ladies and gentlemen, from Rock Financial, he's joined us right here on the Lucky Lefty podcast. And you might ask, why is he joining the Lucky Lefty podcast? Because Lucky Lefty and Rock Financial have entered into a partnership, and Tony Samino is part of an incredible team. Out there in New York, small business loans, business line of credit, equipment financing, SBA loans, AR financing, merchant cash advances, asset-based loans, franchise financing, fix and flips, credit card processing, startup funding. What man? Look, whatever you need, it doesn't take long. Now we're not gonna drag it out. We're gonna take care of you and get it done. Tony Samino and the crew over at Rock Financial are now partners with the Lucky Lefty podcast so we will be talking about them daily right here ll nation and if you are a business owner you need to tap in to some of the conversation we're about to have with tony right now so tony right now we had a conversation and we talked about how everything shifted with the pandemic like even for you and your company you have to shift gears and go in a different direction and now with interest rates going up for those small business owners that might be watching or listening, what can you offer them to help them be able to attain some of their goals in the near future or possibly three to five years down the line?
3: No, awesome. You're you're totally right, Sean, like in that we offer a wide range of different funding options, um, and different resources for small business owners. Um, honestly, as, as somebody who is as passionate about small business as I am, um, I I was talking with one of our lenders this morning and he goes, you know, with the amount of content you guys do and with the amount uh, and with the message that you guys portray, you guys aren't just, business funding advisors you guys are business coaches um you know and and i thought that was such a unique way to spin it not that i don't view myself as one to begin with right i come from the football world i know we had a chance to connect a little bit about that um and i got a chance to coach some college football so that was a cool experience for me and i always take that mentality into anybody that i talk to because at the end of the day everybody's looking to get to that next level um, you know, you may define that as something different than the next person, um, but I, I like to think we're all striving to be better, um, especially small business owners. You wouldn't have started a business if you weren't at that entrepreneurial slash go getter type of mentality. Um, you know, so with that, the best thing that we bring is our experience, knowledge and, and that advisory type of relationship. Um Just as many businesses as we're seeing apply right now, we're telling them, hey, financing doesn't really make sense because, like you said, it is expensive. Um, But we know dollars make sense. Right. Business owners are savvy. Even if money is a little bit more expensive than they than they might be used to, they still may be able to flip it for a profit or use it in a really unique way buy a building, buy some inventory. um, You know, whatever it is that they're trying to do, it may actually still make sense, um, despite the rate being a little bit higher. Um, you know, there's, there's still plenty of business being done. Um, you know, I I know that there's a lot of kind of worry on, on traditional banking side, you know, small business. Um, But as far as resources that are out there, we operate in the alternative market. And and I can tell you there's more resource now for small business than ever, Um, you know, in terms of like you were saying before, just even some of the products. Uh, When I started in this industry seven, eight years ago, there wasn't really a true revolving business line of credit in the alternative space. Now there's like 15. Um, You know, so they can they create this competition. They create a product. All of a sudden there's a few lenders doing it. And now um, you can start to see different businesses start start to take advantage of these things. So restaurants, uh, construction companies, auto repair companies. Right. You know, whereas, you know a restaurant owner, they're going to have a real hard time getting money from the bank, whether it's a good economy, a bad economy, uh, or, or a great one, right? Same thing in the construction world. Unless you're buying a piece of real estate, that the bank really might um, not be the best option for you. So the like I said before, the best thing that we're going to bring is the ability to kind of say, hey, what does make sense for your business? And is it even taking financing, right? Because uh, cost of capital is a, is a unique thing, uh, but the cost of doing nothing might be even greater.
1: Once again, Tony Samino Cim- joins us right here on the Lucky Lefty podcast. And you touched on something because it's something that I'm familiar with. Get dabbled a little bit in this market of real estate up here in Chicago. And with the taxes and everything, we've seen a lot of people leave this city and leave the state of Illinois. And going down south, So when you talk about making deals, fixes and flips and things of that nature, you talked about the rates being up. But this is still a good time to be able to go and get deals like that, isn't it?
3: Oh, absolutely! It's it's funny that you say that. Um, I purchased my home within the last three months. Um, not that I'm sitting here bragging about it, but I'm just letting you know I'm making real life decisions at the same time that everybody else is. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I dealt with a higher rate market than people did 24 months ago. It is what it is, though. You know, you can't you can't put your life on pause for you know for some of these opportunities. Um, you know, and listen, like I said, you want to weigh that, right? At the end of the day, you might hold off, right? You might be one of those people where. You know, if rates do creep that back down a little bit, you're going to make a little bit more money and it might make sense to hold off. But hopefully you got all of the right things in place that's going to allow you to do that a lot of small businesses, you know, they're they're kind of feeling the economy right now in that, you know, if you are somebody who who left, you know, the the Chicago area, are you you're not going to that pizza place anymore? What happens to that guy? Right. Like, as that foot traffic starts to leave. I mean, we're in New York. We're having the same same type of problem here. Everybody's going down to Florida, Texas. um, You know, they're they're leaving in in droves here on Long Island. Um, But at the same time, There's still small businesses that are taking a major advantage of the economy that's kind of been built for them. Um, We saw the shift happen in COVID. There was a there was a lot of businesses that had popped up the few years prior um, that took advantage of of the economy being the way that it was, and then boom, all of a sudden the economy shifts when when COVID hits and they put the brakes on. You know, you can only be an essential worker and this and that. And you've seen a lot of small businesses were not able to weather that storm, right? So you already had a good amount of those businesses kind of fall off. And what happened was you had some businesses build their business in a really unique time. Um, And because of that, they're more recession proof or they're more ready for this type of uh, economy that we have today, which, you know, I think we can all agree. It's more digital than ever, right? Like we're doing this podcast, you know, the three of us getting to share our message from completely different corners of the country. And all of a sudden, it's immense value that we can bring together, right? The same things happened in, in pretty much every industry, right? You can pretty much streamline any of your suppliers or your manufacturers and, and really find the right people. Um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be the guy down the block because he's the the close to you, right? So it's all about how are you able to pivot sure. your own business? I've seen a lot of people go to social media, go online. Um, you know, if you're in that restaurant industry, offering Uber Eats or DoorDash or Postmates or one of these other delivery services that are out there. Um, You know, are you getting creative with your own way of doing business, right? Like you mentioned, you know, how we had to pivot our own business, right? Um, We were once a business that spent a million dollars a month on marketing. Um, I can assure you we don't spend near that any longer. Um, And in fact, we do a hundred percent of our business through people like you guys, You guys allow us to come on, share our message, um, you know, and and hopefully impact the some of the people in your network, right? You know, uh, if we just look at simple numbers, there's 330 million people in in the U.S. and there's. 33 million small businesses. So 10% of people are business owners just off of sheer numbers, right? Now, I know the people that are following you guys, they're they're fired up. Um, they're passionate, you know, about not only Notre Dame, but pretty much everything that they do, right? Um, so mm-hmm. in that, I know there's going to be a good amount of small business owners. So I appreciate you guys putting us on, giving us the chance to share our story. The one thing that I would say really separates us is you got to remember we're a broker. Uh, so we get to take that stick and move approach of, hey, I'm not aligned with any one product or any one bank or lender. It's what's hot now is what's best for for my clients, and and that's the that's the beauty of the seat that we sit in is we're not we're not tied to any one thing. So um, you know, I hope that kind of gives a, a a good overview of what separates us but also that we're not out here doing anything crazy or, or reinventing the wheel in fact all that we've done is add a little bit of grease change the chain up a little bit right like we we really feel like the machine we've built around the wheel is what makes us most effective
1: hey can you hook us up with 2.8 million
3: <laughs> <No> <laughs> damn fans?
1: yeah that's long, what we need as as right as, now
3: as long as they can afford to pay me back <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Okay. Tony
1: Semino right here with us on the lucky lefty podcast. When you talk sports, there are a lot of people delving into podcasting, a lot of people delving into a lot of different areas. And like you said, everything has changed, right? Getting the message out. You guys are not spending as much as marketing. What is the biggest challenge and the biggest, I guess, reason why people should talk to Tony Semino on the team? over at rock financial with everything being different now as we enter into 2023
3: no I'm, i mean you kind of hit it on the head just in the question honestly the real reason is that when it comes down to it money is expensive and not only is it expensive it's easy to get access to everybody wants to sell you expensive money right now um the question for you that you should be asking is who's selling me that expensive money Um, You know, if you were to take a look at at rock financials reviews um, across the Internet, if you you know even knowing that you guys would put us on i think should speak volumes to your you know your community but uh, and your network but I, I would still suggest that they go out and do their own research right um you know and i know if you look up chase right now and you google chase reviews you're gonna see things like 2.8 stars 1.7 3.2 you know you google wells fargo reviews you're gonna see something similar right it's not easy to maintain a really rele- a a reputation in financial services. Uh, People want to complain and we sell high cost money. So they definitely want to complain. Well, we've taken that and completely flipped it on its head. We maintain a five-star rating on Google, Trustpilot, Best Company, Consumer Affairs, you name it. Um, And that's because we're real people doing real business. Uh, We won't stick a square peg in a round hole. We're not going to sell you money that doesn't make sense. Um, We know that at the end of the day, timing is everything. And in six months, you're probably still going to have a different opportunity or need a different type of funding. And we're just here to provide what's available to you. You may not take money today, but eventually if you are a business owner, I think we can all agree there's going to be a need for an injection of capital. Um, The economy does it. Life does it. um, It could just be your own business. Right. Um, You know, I was talking with a business owner yesterday. Um, He owns a really successful, believe it or not, like uh, not just coffee shop, but they're like a, like a, I don't want to call him a manufacturer but he's selling bags of coffee in like these gigantic burlap sacks all over the country it's called uh King's coast they're right here on Long Island they're a local company they actually sell the coffee to us that we we have in our office um but I was talking to him and, and he was just like listen man I'm having some trouble I've had a couple employees quit over the past few months right and he's like I just can't get it to stick and I'm like man that's just like a a real life problem a real business owner problem and like most people neglect to to think about those things and nor should you be thinking about them, right? But you also got to acknowledge the fact that things are going to come up. So what resources do you have in your back pocket? Our team is here to answer any questions you may have. We charge no fees to apply with us or anything like that. So technically you can come apply, get your approvals, say, hey, that doesn't work for me. And it doesn't cost you anything but like 10 or 15 minutes to apply. Um, and you're getting hard approvals, right? Like you touched on timing uh, earlier in the call and that's a, that's another thing we can get you approved as quickly as just a couple of hours. Um, you know, I, I know we're working on a deal today that we got yesterday and it's looking like it's going to close for over half a million dollars today, um, about $600,000. So that just tells you the speed and efficiency. Now that's a highly motivated individual. That's somebody who can afford 600 grand. Um, you know, that's the that's what goes into getting a deal done like that. But at the same time, I always say we move at the pace of the borrower, right? So if you are somebody who needs this money tomorrow, great, send it over. We'll We'll get it done.
1: And fund it when? This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. Oh,
3: it, when do you expect it to fund, Tony? Oh, it'll fund before 5 p.m. today, that's for sure. He'll have the money by 5 p.m. That's the cutoff.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Rock <laughs> Financial. You can go research them right now at rock.biz. Let's go to rok.biz right there, and you can get all the information you need for Tony Samino Cim- and the team over at Rock Financial. We're going to have Tony on a lot this year Absolutely. especially on Fridays and especially during the season because Tony who's played football and coached at the college level is going to come on every Friday during the season and give us the rock solid bets of the week that's, that's, that's gonna I can't wait for the season now Tony. That's right. that's I right. can't wait we're gonna do college and we're gonna do
3: NFL I gotta say, I, I well. like the college game a little bit better. I gotta be honest. That's okay. what I love about you guys is uh, we get to we get to talk shop on the college game. Everybody likes to talk pro. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't realize that these guys got to start somewhere. You know what I mean? And, and you know, a lot or? of the a lot of the success that they're seeing was built much earlier on in their career than, than you think, right? Like I heard you guys talking a little bit about uh, Pat Mahomes before I I got a chance to join as I was kind of backstage there. Um, But even Jalen Hurts, those guys, you know, their, their college careers tell you everything you need to know about who they're, they are now and what they're putting up now. That's just everybody finally finding out, you know, like those guys built their careers a long time ago. Now, don't get me wrong. They got great opportunities, great guidance. Everything's got to fall in in line for you to end up being Jalen Hurts or Pat Mahomes. But at the same time, Those guys, like I said, they built that back at at Texas Tech, Alabama. You know, even before that, for Jalen when he was playing for his dad back in Houston. So, um, you know, I love football. You know, we could go, we could go way down into the weeds with this one. Um, But I I think we're all excited for the season. Um, You know, the worst part of the year is right now. It's you know, as we're kind of turning the page. I am excited. I don't know if you guys talked about it at all. I am excited to see what's up with the XFL and what the Rock can do.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. XXL and then going into what the USFL started yep,
3: like I think you're gonna eight get weeks? both seasons this year. You gonna yeah. get both seasons this year, which is cool for for people like us that, you know, we're waiting for the real, for the for the real thing to kind of turn back around. Right. And I think it's good for the game to give, you know, give guys a shot. Um, yeah. you know, there's a yeah. there's a Long Island boy that that got a chance to play a little quarterback at Notre Dame, uh by the name yeah. of Jack Cohn that's going to get a chance to play this weekend in, in uh yeah. in, in San Antonio. Man. So you know, Look, but,
1: Notre Dame fans love Jack Cole. We hey, love Jack Cole. Jack Cole <laughs> they say Jack Cole was a savior in a sense for Notre oh, Dame. Oh yeah,
3: fans. He was a savior. It's absolutely He was exactly what they needed at the time that they yeah. needed it, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. That's that's a that's a quarterback in a nutshell. I, I I'm not going to go too too much into to a quarterback, but you got to be what the team needs when they need you to be it, you know? That's that's yeah. that's a great quarterback. Um like I said, we're we're literally minutes away from that kid's house right now, uh, from where he grew right. up uh, in Sayville on Long Island in New York. Uh, we're literally the town over. Um, so you know, you got a lot of the guys on the on the you know on the team here that all know that he's uh, he's making a, a premiere this weekend, and you know, we're like I said, we're we're fully uh, sports fanatics here. So I can't wait for the season to come around and get a chance to to talk a little bit more shop with you guys and, and, and really fun. dissect
1: you said something, Tony, as I get ready, we get ready to let you go and we we appreciate you. I tell Chicago people are delusional. <laughs> and dude, left, you know, you know how it is when you think you're the best. Yeah. You know, we're the best fans, we got the best piece, of all you know, right? And I spent time I have family in Connecticut. So I spent a lot of time up listening to sports radio in New York, this, that, and, other. and I come back all the time and I say, Look, man, Philly, Boston and New York. Is different. i like, sports fans are different, bro. And Chicago, no, we're, we're the best sports so I'm like, no, 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 no. It's different, bro. I was like, I literally heard a man repeat back to the host a full half inning for the Yankees game. Like, pitch by pitch, like, to explain his point. And I'm like, yo, that's not <laughs> happening here in Chicago. I'm like, yo, the East Coast is a little different. When it comes to sports fans, so you're right. I already know how how deeply rooted you guys are in sports up there. Oh, We got Before we got a couple fanatics go, for sure. Oh, we I got already a couple know. fanatics.
3: <laughs> now,
1: you have to settle this debate for me because I'm born in Chicago, family in New Haven, which is supposedly the home of Pisa yep. in New York. Which th- Which of the
3: three are you taking? So I'm uh, I'm definitely tainted by where I'm from. I'm gonna roll with New York heavy. Okay. Um, okay. And, and it's it's a consistency thing for me. Not that Connecticut right. doesn't have some great pizza places, right? Like they do. I'm not gonna, they do. I'm not going to go, go into the barstool rankings, but I did follow around <laughs> and find a couple of them. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a <laughs> lineman at heart, so I you know I'm a, I'm going to taste test for sure. Um, but no, they they definitely got some great spots. But I feel like you know, as far as as New York goes, it doesn't matter what corner you're on, what time it is. You know, you're you're going to get an unbelievable slice of pizza no matter where you are. Um Joe here on pizza Long Island. Jersey. Jersey. What's that? Yo. Joe's pizza. Joe's pizza Oh yeah. Really love Joe. Yep. Absolutely. 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 Even even Jersey. I I got to shout out Jersey right over there, you know, just okay. over the bridge. You know, you get you get a little too far from New York City, it doesn't matter where you are whether you're still in the New York area or the New Jersey area. It starts to get a little crazy out there towards the farmland, but um you know, the closer you are to the city, uh, you know, even like uh like you know, Jersey City, uh, Newark, Hoboken, they got they got great pizza out there, too. It's a it's a very similar type of type of environment. And the one thing I will say is bagels. You ain't going to get a better bagel or, or, or like a breakfast sandwich than here in the northeast. That's a, that's really the okay. that's the the real key. So when we get <laughs> you guys out here, I'll make, I mean, I say I'll make sure we get you guys some good breakfast, some good lunch. And uh, and we continue rocking, as we say. See, next time, next time I'm on the right coast. With my family
1: up in Connecticut, you know, because I always make up make the drive up to New York. Always. That's nothing. I'm definitely gonna tap in with Long Island because I've never been to Long Island.
3: That would I've be great, man. We would New love Orleans, to have you. I've
1: never been to Long
3: Island. We would love to have you, honestly. Uh you know, we're we're a little we're a little unique out here. I gotta be honest. It's crazy. People don't realize like I live closer to a farm than I do New York City. You know, like right. and, and you might you might think like, oh man, like this and that. Now nah, you got a little bit of farmland between Manhattan and the Hamptons. It's kind of, it's a unique spot to grow up. Right by the water, you got like yeah. the, the ocean and like the the boating type of vibe. And, and then, you know, like I said, there, there's a good amount of farmland. I'm pretty sure Tony's never been to Chicago. I've only been to Chicago once. I spent 24 hours in Chicago, but you know, I found my my way into a deep dish pizza. <laughs> oh, you had, you, had you,
1: had you had to. You had to. You had to. So once again, LL Nation, Notre Dame fans, Tony is going to be with us pretty much on a weekly basis, and we're going to get into the football once the season starts. But each week right here on For the Culture Friday, we're going to give you something financial to look to, whether it's something that's going on right now that he feels like you guys can take advantage of individually or as business owners. We'll have it right here for you on the Lucky Lefty Podcast each and every Friday. Tony Semino, rock financial, rock ROK dot biz. Go check them out right now. Tony, man, have a great weekend. We appreciate you coming on with us. Can't wait to see you back here with us next Friday, my friend.
3: No, thank you guys for having me. Can't wait to to rock out next Friday. Um, Until then, guys, we'll definitely definitely be tuning in, and I I know Ryan's watching this right now, so shout out to Ryan on the team, um, and shout out to you guys for having us on. Thank you guys so much, and, and I look forward to next Friday.
1: Absolutely. Once again, Tony Semino, Rock Financial, Rock R O K dot biz. Go rock out with them right now. We'll talk to you next week, Tony. Thank you, guys. All right.
3: See you. Brother.
1: Man, that's the new partnership, Rock Financial, Tony R O K. Biz, right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You'll be hearing about them. Go check them out. Go check them you, out. Yeah, look, you know if we sat with them, we had to like their energy. We had to like what they were talking about and had to make sure that our people, LL Nation, anyone watching or listening will be treated right when they connect with Rock Financial. We feel very comfortable that they are going to take care of you if you have a business need. So check them out right now. Rock Financial, rock, R-O-K dot biz. Hey, Lef, as we get ready to get out of here, we have a few questions and super chats. But I do want to say this, Lef, I love you, boy. It's been a man, it's been a really good ride, bro. We started this, we started from like the bud. Yeah. Couldn't get
2: no no more from scratch.
1: Zero subscribers. And uh, it feels good. As he said, as an entrepreneur in the small business place, to have people you can connect to that can help you continue to build. And uh, we've had people offline and reached out outside of the super chats. But we tell LL Nation all the time, man, what you see is a representation of you and your support. Like every time you watch us, you're watching yourself and what you've poured into us That's as right. listeners and followers, regardless of your opinion, whether you agree or disagree with this, Man, it's because of you guys that we continue to grow and be successful. Let's get to the Super Chats. Thank you, Nathan Shettle. Is it true that Jack is the highest paid AD? I haven't. You know what? I haven't checked out his salary. We could probably check it out on a little Google real quick. I I would venture to say he probably he's probably up there. I think last I heard it was around four million or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, I might be mistaken. I don't want to misquote.
2: Say it again, love. It's three million right now.
1: That's what you see right now? Yeah. A little bit over three. Oh man, maybe that's why he didn't want to get close to that 2.8. He's ain't nobody making no more money than me, man. <laughs> David Littlefield, thank you for the super chat. Get the hashtag. Hashtag misguided passion trending. <laughs> I'm all for it's a shirt. Anthony Solomon, thank you. Here is a donation to an organization that speaks truth. No pandering requests. Anthony Solomon, we thank you for that super chat, man. <laughs> <No pandering. laughs> Anthony Solomon again with another super chat. We thank you. We thank you. Lilo Galante, if Golden leaves, how about Ed Orgeron as the next DC? I would lean another way personally, but. Look, we have too many good bars around here.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes! 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 <laughs> yes! Pass up on it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Lilo Galante with another super chat. I think Tommy did a lot of pillow talking with Swart. Hashtag Luke yeah. Rockne. Look, Tommy's – I just think Tommy's people just need to uh... – Let it
2: go, man.
1: Yeah, because they're still hanging around, dude. Just let it go. He's gone. You leave with him. <laughs> yeah, really, stay around. Yeah, you're going to leave with them, man, and just let it go. The people have a problem letting things go. That's that's what we've learned. Yeah, letting it go when they do it. Which is even crazier. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just, even crazier.
2: Y'all can't let me forget the moment. Y'all want me to keep cashing back and forth with y'all. When y'all
0: wrong.
1: Man, but... <laughs> you know what time is, love. <laughs>
0: oh! Petticoat. Petty, petty, petticoat. Pet, petty, petty, petticoat petty, 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 petty Junction. It's time to get petty.
3: Oh, we did a good job of executing. Now, are you upset with something?
0: And fire up the petticoat Junction train.
3: I just don't like you. You don't? No. What
0: is today's petty historic? <gasps> petty Junction.
1: Petty Junction, petty story of the day brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. Now, this is going to sound like some hate based upon what we've been experiencing over the last four or five days as Notre Dame fans. But I'm putting the NBA on the petty train. The NBA All-Star Game should never be in the state of Utah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know how I got there. I'm sorry. Dude, everything closes. man. Maybe you have not experienced an NBA All-Star weekend. When it was it in should, Arizona. It should never be in a place that closes up at 11 p.m. No. Like, come on, man. What what type of party is Kenny Smith about to throw in Salt Lake City? Nothing. They have to do better NBA. Now, I understand you want to give. I think teams get the right of refusal. That's what it is. So a lot of organizations actually pass on the NBA All-Star game because Chicago passed on it multiple times before accepting it in 2020. Mm -hmm. And Utah accepted it. And, yeah, man, look. Man. Usually Chicago flights going to where whatever location it's in it are packed on Thursday and Friday leaving Chicago. Chicago promoters for parties always go to the NBA All-Star Weekend because they make big time money. All yeah. of them all of them stayed home. Damn. You're like, what can we do in Utah? Like, dude, we can't like do. You have to have way too much money. Pay the, You have to pay the city or the village to stay open later. You have to get your own security. We don't know anybody out there.
2: Yeah, NBA, we don't know anybody out there. Yeah, it's NBA, NBA.
1: Don't do this again. <laughs> don't do it again. And I have nothing against the state of Utah. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing against the Utah. It's just from no. a trash
2: standpoint, though. No. Man.
1: So it's nah, no, nah. it's, it's really like having a Super Bowl in Detroit, and nah, I know that, that happened. I know nah, that happened. Nah, I understand they did that, you know, because they built a new stadium. So they that's where Pittsburgh, that's where the bus actually won. That's where Jerome Bettis won his Super Bowl in Detroit, which was cool because he's from Detroit. From Detroit yeah. yeah, I don't think the Super Bowl should ever be in a cold weather place, I just don't. Even if it's inside, like the one in Minnesota, Oh bro. The Super Bowl week is so dope. It is. And dope. Everything around it, it no, just leave in Arizona, Miami, L.A., Texas, Nevada. It's in Vegas next year. Like, just stick to the Atlanta. Just, just stick to the. It's enough warm venues around here. Yeah to where the Super Bowl can always be lit. Now, Chicago's going to get one probably 2029, 2030. I think the expectation is that the new stadium will be done five years from now, 2028, and then the Super Bowl will probably be the following year. So, 2029, 2030, something like that. The Super Bowl will be in Chicago. So, it was actually 55 degrees the day of the Super Bowl here, but it snowed in the middle of the week leading up to that too. So that's what I'm saying. Just have it in warm weather. Great show. Great week of content. Hey, Notre Dame, if you if you if you want to keep throwing us great content for next week, we'll be here on Monday. <laughs> you, you wanna put something else out today? We'll be back Monday. We love talking about it. It's the Lucky Lefty podcast. To everyone, have a great weekend. But most of all, to you misguided, passionate fans. Make sure <laughs> yes. that you spin it different. different. We'll holler on Monday. <laughs>